besties. Welcome to episode five of What's the Purpose podcast. If you have not been here before, welcome. My name is Abby. And I'm Ayana. And today we'll be talking about toxic friendships and relationships. Um, again, we're going to just do like a few like icebreaker, like fun questions just to ask each other. Um, just to kind of get comfortable. Yeah, get comfy, <laughs> right. Let me see yeah. what I'm <laughs> So okay. my first question to you is, sorry. <laughs> My first question to you is, what is the worst advice you've ever received? Gosh, um, <clears throat> anything, well, I shouldn't say anything. A lot of stuff that we learned in high school, we never used in real life. Right. That's probably the worst advice. Yeah. But not even like, advice teachings. Yeah. I feel like in high school, it was always like super career oriented stuff that literally doesn't apply to now because Nothing. the workforce is so different. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, just all of that stuff. <laughs> None of it's true. At all. It was just so pointless. Like, I think, I feel like they should be never taught us about credit or, like, that's, like, one thing I feel like they should have taught us mm-hmm. in school. Like, seriously, but it's just, just... anything in my primary school days, just forget Just forget it. <laughs> Erase it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about you? Um... Uh, advice that I was given from a very young age was to always just keep the peace. Hmm. Like, even if, like, someone, something's, like, really bothering you or somebody's, like, really affecting you or hurting you, like, just basically keep the peace. Don't shake the table. Why do you feel like that's bad advice, though? I think it's bad advice because you can, you're more likely to find peace by speaking about things that are bothering you yeah versus suppressing it and keeping it quiet like super like people pleasers yeah they're like doing everything right but inside like they're suffering so mm-hmm. it's like just say like what bothers you right as being vulnerable to being vulnerable period period as opposed to just like being like oh no that's fine and like but inside you really like, want to like you're dying else. inside yeah. yeah even if it's like a restaurant that you don't like <laughs> or a certain thing you don't like just because you don't want to upset people or whatever. Yeah. Just, like, say your peace. Yeah. As opposed to suffering. Because I know right. people in, like, their old age who never really got to do what they wanted to do. Because mm-hmm. they were just like, I don't want to upset go with the anyone. Flow. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I just won't say anything. Yeah, I just don't want to say anything. Like, come on. Um, okay, next question is, if you could have any celebrity be one of your best friends, who would you pick? Um, and they don't have to be from our age, like, they can be any celebrity, like, now. I don't want to say it because everyone's gonna be mad. Who's gonna be mad? <laughs> well, I should say people are gonna be mad, they're gonna be looking at me sideways, but I would say Krishan Rock. Really? I love her. I know a lot of people hate her, but like, I think she just needs a lot of like guidance. Mm-hmm. So you see the potential. I see the potential <laughs> in her. I feel like she would, like, that's just my best. I don't I even, think that's deep. I don't know enough about her to even like I feel honestly, really bad for her I see stuff on the internet and stuff but like I don't know anything good or bad other than she's obviously like not in like the best romantic relationship right but like why your friend because you feel like she's funny or something yeah she's funny she like I just feel like she'd be like a really fun friend to like have but I think she does just need like a lot of like people behind her who like me well for her and I feel like the people she does have just aren't aren't doing it for her yeah but yeah could be wrong though that's just how I see it that's just a celebrity you know? yeah 
Mine would be sleep. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> I Oprah love Oprah. Like that is my girl. One time when I was a kid, I wrote her a letter and she wrote me back. She mm. actually like wrote and signed it, and she's wow. so. God, I just love Oprah. She's so inspirational to me. I just love her, and I feel like she would, like speak to me and like give me wisdom. But then we would like go kick it and like go to a winery or something. Even though she's like seventy. Besties. Interesting. <laughs> Um, all right, final question. Where is some place on your list that you want to travel to? Um, somewhere where I've really been wanting to go is Turks and Caicos. I just feel like where it's, is that? Um, Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> where is Turks? Turks and Caicos? Is like it's it's like look. We did not get our degree in like geography, geography or anything so. like that. I think like if you go towards like the East Coast, like that side of like, not obviously in the United States, but like it's where is it by? I don't know. <laughs> but what do you mean you don't know a place that you want to go? You don't know where. I don't know. It looks fun and tropical, and I feel like they have like a lot of like outdoor activities that I would want to do, like. Swinging from trees and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like jet skiing and like riding horses in the ocean. Oh, that's pretty. And stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Never heard of where it is, but <laughs> no, couldn't tell you that. <laughs> but I will Google it. Uh, yeah. What about you? I want to go to Croatia. <coughs> Why? I just do. Or Greece. Greece is really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Those are like my top two. But before that, I would also like to go to, just the third one, i like to go to um, Italy. Oh, okay. My grandma went there. She loved it. Yeah. My mom. Well, my mom and her sister and my grandparents went and they had like a blast. Yeah. Because the culture there is so different. I feel like one thing about tra traveling, just in general, that's enticing to me, regardless of where it is, like even if it was local, is just like getting to experience different cultures. Yeah. And like really it's like real like authentic like food yeah people like mm -hmm. seeing other people like in a different part of the world that like we are all just vibing yeah like that is the goal so i also have to renew my passport for that same yeah we'll get on that after this episode right. <laughs> <laughs> but with all that said uh we're just going to talk about toxic relationships and friendships yes um and how to identify them how to work through them like this and is even stuff like that, experiences we've had yeah experiences yeah that have built our perception of those things and how we can do better at them because you know what truth be told i was a toxic friend to someone you were probably one i don't never. know never but never do any wrong you know, <laughs> we are definitely all working through life together so it's like i'm humble enough to say like I haven't always been the best romantically with people while I was growing, learning, figuring myself out. So yeah. that's kind of the beauty of it. It's like just talking about it so we can do better. Yeah. But friendship wise, the first thing that I was thinking about with friendships is just there's so many different friendships that we experience in our life. Yeah. And like we're only in our mid 20s. So we still have a lot of friendships that we'll create and have. But like I always thought about <clears throat> The friendships that I've experienced that have been successful and non-successful are like 
like friendships that are inherited so like your mom's friend that has a kid you guys grew up together yeah you're just kind of like you're just friends because your parents were yeah and obviously you guys had like a real friendship or you have like your neighborhood friends people you went to school with mm -hmm. at a young age and then they move or you move and like but you guys still had a friendship it was cute you have like good memories like that and then you growing have, up as a kid or whatever yeah, just your little childhood stuff yeah and then you have your friendships that go into your young adulthood like high school leaving high school like those friendships are so different because you're kind of still in like your <coughs> rebellious party phase yeah like, there and there's two they're trying to kind of figure out like what's next mm -hmm. and it's not a friendship that you necessarily you don't really foresee ending but you kind of know it will you just don't At know some how point when. yeah it's like we went to high school together you know maybe went to the same college or like we had the same group of friends that we partied with but I feel like I remember my friendships in that age from like 19 to like 21. Mm. It was just like party friendships. There wasn't a lot of substance. Yeah, it was just like we just went out and that was really it. There yeah. was nothing else to it. They were like friends as in if I needed a ride or like my car got declined at the bar, they're like, we got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But not friendships where I was like, look, I messed up. Like, I'm about to lose my job. Like, I'm down bad. I need a ride. I got a flat that I would call on. Yeah. And the older that I get, the more I realize, like, that's really what I want. And a friendship is, like, reliability. Right. And you'll find out who your friends are when you move. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Moving? Right. That's when they come yeah. out of the woodwork or they don't. And sometimes, too, I feel like when you're moving, like, the most random person will help you that you never expected. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh, this dude's gonna help me. Right. <laughs> I haven't seen her in like four years. Who's gonna come out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the best. I love that. I love when people, I think what's interesting about adult friendships is meeting people who can reciprocate your energy but don't necessarily like get upset when you're going through like something seasonal in your life where you aren't like there for them the way that they expected them to be, but they mm -hmm. can still show up for you and be like, look, like, you're going through a breakup or you lost your job or you just had a baby you know what i mean like yeah. people who show you grace in your friendships are like the best yeah because we all need it like when i was in my bad relationships i know i was not like the best friend i was so mad at you <laughs> i was just like girl wait my first one or my second one? First one for sure i'm just like hello is it not clicky? There was no brain activity. I'm just like, I was actually really mad at her. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything. When she has had enough, she has had enough. And when she has, I will still be here. And yeah. Yeah. That was the first sign of my toxic relationship that I overlooked was slowly trying to keep me away from people who actually cared about me yeah it was like they just isolate you mm -hmm. um because they know like they're good for you but they don't want anyone else to be there for you mm -hmm. but them but them they want to create codependency where you're their everything you're yeah. their everything and that was like i when i first moved here and you had a <laughs> birthday party yeah it was like a huge fight and i'm like i'm the one driving across country moving in same day and going to her birthday party like why is this a problem? Oh, when you the when you for Enzo's or my birthday? Yours. Party. Yeah, you can't. I... You drove in that day, mm -hmm. and it was like a big issue. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I but guess. it was like 
it was like for me at the time <coughs> I kept feeling myself get pulled between someone who was like my good friend mm -hmm. we had a relationship you basically like even when I lived in Tennessee we talked just as much like mm -hmm. we had like successfully like gone through a, a long distance friendship which not everybody can do yeah. because you're long distance there's not a lot of communication other than FaceTime and text but I right. like we were good and then I got here and it was like I was being pulled a million ways mm -hmm. and finally the like mental like manipulation I was going through with him I was like I forget it yeah I'll just go over here and then we'll see what happens yeah but you do take the gamble of losing a friend like thankfully mm -hmm. you were able to like one know what I was going through you were kind of like when she comes around, I'll be here. Yeah. But that was a gamble for me. Because right. who would have known, like, you could have been like, that's the end all be all. Like, yeah. You turned your back on me or whatever. No, just because I've been in that situation, not as, like, extreme as yours, but in that situation of, like, just being in that type of relationship, feeling like you have to pick between, like, your friends and that person. Mm -hmm. And who's still there after the relationship is still there. Mm hmm Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. Find out. But yeah. um, all that to be said, I feel like the friendships that are most sacred to me are the friendships where I've been in my early 20s, I've gone through my struggle, I've gone through my learning lessons, and I have people who are around me who want to support me, mm. who can hold me accountable, who are like, look, like you're missing the mark, you can do better, or like questioning why I'm doing certain things. Yeah. Because friendships <coughs> where everybody is too, like, good job, good job, good job, and nobody's ever being, like, calling you out on yeah, stuff, that's like, not a real... Or they'll, like, try to act like they're, oh, they're being a supportive friend and, like, want the best for you, but not really, like, if there's a, a problem, then it's like, okay, no, I'm actually concerned for you mm -hmm. about this situation. Mm -hmm. Instead of, like, oh, no, like, it'll be cool, it'll be cool, like... Just telling me what I want to hear, but not telling me what I should be hearing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We got to have those. Yeah. We got to. You've been that way for me. Yeah. And but, even, yeah, you and today have been that way too. Even DJ too, like, I'm actually concerned for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when your friends are concerned, that and, means they actually do love you. Yeah, for not sure. Not friends who are like, oh, you'll be fine. I mean, you got to find a nice balance. Every friendship is so different yeah with every single person and like everybody gets a little bit of a different version of you mm -hmm. that's just how i feel like relationships work yeah but as long as you have friends who want to support you and see the best in you you're winning yeah and and having friends who aren't like secretly jealous of you or Okay. You know, acting like they're cheering for you, but at the end of the day, you know, they're, they're still to, talking about yeah. you or they they really envy you, like genuinely envy you, yeah. but they want to act like, oh, no, no, mm -hmm. I don't need that. No. How about the twin? Y'all, I used to have a friend in school that would call me twin. Go, <laughs> God. And I was like, <coughs> please. Cause weren't you not saying, twins. <laughs> weren't you saying you had a friend who would get mad at you for having other friends in school? Yeah, this girl, it was, um, she was my best friend at the time. Okay. But she would get so mad if I had any other friends other than her. And it's just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And it's just, I'm somebody, like, all my friends are so different. But I have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. But they're just all so different. 
and for someone to just be like, why are you friends with that person? I don't like them. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, it's not even like, it's not like I don't she care. Doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. No, I really don't. <laughs>
it's so spontaneous or somebody really random and they're like oh or like you like for me like when i worked at top club there were so many people that worked there yeah but like we had a holiday party it's like then everyone's just kind of themselves mm -hmm. and then you really get to meet who somebody really is yeah yeah so cute remember mm -hmm. how many people came for my baby shower from top golf yeah that was crazy yeah. there was 150 people i invited and it was, was how long was it like eight hours <laughs> yeah it was long that was something else <coughs> i felt so bad for you why because you were so pregnant yeah i was and yeah what a time to be alive. How about um, the friend? Do you feel like friendships changed for you once you got pregnant and had your baby? Or Absolutely, yeah. There was a lot of people like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till you have a baby, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, as soon as I had Enzo, it was like, bye. Silence. And it's just like, or they didn't want to invite me to anywhere, like, oh, she has a baby. Okay. Mm -hmm. Still send an invite. Yeah, but it's just like, I just feel like a lot of people who were, I was, it was just the people who I was going out with, like, it was just the party friend, and then it's like, oh, I got pregnant, and then it was like, oh, well, since she can't go out, we're not going to hang out with her, mm -hmm. or like, even now, I'll still see them, You're like, oh, I want to see your baby, I want to meet him, he's three years old, he don't want to meet you, <laughs> like, you're three years late. Huh? I was waiting on that. Yeah, you're three years late. Yeah. You don't want to meet you. Who was the most, like, surprising person that ended up being, like, you got close to after you had a baby? Um, Like, what was friends with beforehand? Or just, like, a friendship that, like, after you had a baby, you're like, dang, like, we're actually, like, cool, cool. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I can say someone who I didn't expect to be a good friend mm -hmm. or wasn't planning on it was Tanea because mm -hmm. we hadn't talked for five years. Yeah. Um, and then like after we both had our kid, cause Enzo's only like four months older than her. But after we both had our kid, it was like an instant switch for the both of us. Yeah. And yeah, that was someone who I never would have expected. So when did you guys become friends again? <laughs> um, the kids had just turned one. Mm. And we were just messaging like back and forth on Instagram, and you know, I was just like, what we were just kind of like, uh, kind of apologizing in a way, yeah, for what happened like in the past. And then it was just like, she randomly messaged me, like, Do you want to go to this garden? It was like some garden in Uptown with the kids. I was like, Sure, and then it was just like regular back yeah. again isn't that crazy mm -hmm. i think that's another thing too like you may separate from people friendships yeah and then it takes like maturity it could be years yeah but when you guys come back together like you're more mature than you've ever been and it mm -hmm. feels way better than it ever was yeah like i'm sure you would rather have the relationship you have now than you used to have right so yeah it was yeah like the friendship we had was way different but the i can honestly say from before I had a baby to now that I can probably count on like one hand how many friends that like I stayed friends with mm -hmm. literally was you <laughs> you and oh <laughs> no I have a lot of friends okay, I, I do have a lot of friends obviously Jocelyn that's mm -hmm. like my all my friends is my sisters mm -hmm. uh you Mel Jocelyn um don't be mad if I'm forgetting your name. I can't think. It's but okay. yeah. No, there's... Like, I honestly only have, like, 
just a few friends that like I stayed friends with or who stayed my friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> I should say uh, who stayed my friend after having a kid because a lot of people just who don't have kids don't really get it. Mm -hmm. And I just appreciate you. It's weird being friends with people who have kids and you don't. Because it is. it's like, like, there's a certain element where, like, obviously I love everybody's kid, like, yeah. seriously, so much. But I'm just like, I don't know, like, how to navigate. And then there'll be, like, logistics with, like, babysitters or yeah. people, like, co-parenting like exchange or whatever <coughs> and you're just kind of like waiting there like hmm. what's the plan yeah exactly so i feel like if you're gonna be friends with somebody who's like expecting or gonna have a baby like you just have to be really understanding yeah because i always think about myself too like i have a friend who had a baby and she lives in lakeville and i've gone out there several times because i'm like you know what like she doesn't really drive a lot. She's not going to want to take her newborn baby up to yeah. Minneapolis to come to my house. Like, I'll make the trip. Like, you have to be willing to exert effort yeah. and be very considerate because it's a complete life change for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to be, like, very, like, thoughtful of that. So whatever idea of friendship you had before, like, it's going to change. Yeah. And it's going to take both people obviously the new mom or parents and your friend the other friend to like collaborate and not be like oh we used to do this or like get jealous at them or almost get like upset that they're not who they used to be because yeah. they changed when their baby came they were yeah. they changed when they got pregnant they right. had to they so had to like, like that instant switch of like okay this is gonna be my life now yeah yeah so you have to be try to be as supportive as you can yeah and go with the flow because if you don't, you're just going to lose a friend. Right. Period. But um, another thing about friendships that I had on here was, like, sometimes friendships will change or end because a lot of the friendship was just you guys being mischievous or just having, like, a trauma bond. Mm -hmm. That's it. So as soon as you start to evolve or you change or you're pursuing your dreams. Maturing. Yeah. In general. In general. Mm -hmm. They're going to, they might still be that same person and mm -hmm. you're moving forward and they're kind of looking at you like you changed or like. I you're being weird. Yeah. And it's not that. It's just like, yeah, we've been friends for a long time, but right now our friendship just has no value to it. And. There's not much for me to, I can give you because there's just no value. I haven't changed. I'm trying to change and become better and you're just okay with being where you are. Yeah. And I'm not okay with sitting still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's really hard because when you lose a friend who you've had for like years, mm -hmm. it feels like you're like grieving because yeah. you are losing a friend or like a version of your old self that you don't see anymore. Yeah. So it can be kind of sad, like, a friendship that I had, it ended when I moved back to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And I remember feeling, like, so <coughs> kind of surprised mm -hmm. because I was up here, obviously, by myself. This is a friend that I had for, like, several years, and I'm just like, dang, like, they're not really around or, like, showing up for me in the way that I need them to show up. Yeah. But we all change like the things that our friends need when we're younger like school high school all that stuff and then who you become into an adult like you're gonna change yeah and 
you have to be okay with losing that friendship because it's like obviously who I'm turning into and who I'm becoming is different than them yeah and above all to respect myself they aren't showing up for me in the way that I need them to yeah so it's better for me to leave than to be in a friendship where I'm I feel like you're forcing the friendship yeah you're or always forcing the that, one reaching out, yeah, trying to putting make in plans, the effort, yeah. And they're just like, dirt because they don't want to say anything. But it's like, if you start to feel like that, then just sometimes send a nice message, be at peace. There doesn't yeah. need to be any beef. Like that quote I always see on Facebook is like, expired friendships don't mean we have beef. Yeah. Like, literally, we don't have beef. It's just, we're totally different than who we were when we were. Yeah, and that's just 12, a part of life of just growing up. Yeah. And some people are okay with being comfortable where they're at. Mm-hmm. And, and some people are okay with having friends that do not... That are, like, on the same level as them. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they just... They don't have no value either. Mm-hmm. I should say not have value, but there's no value in their friendship either. Yeah. They're just there to either go out, go get something to eat, drink, whatever. It's nothing like... Benefit, you're not benefiting each other in any way. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Well, the second half of toxicness that we were going to talk about is toxic relationships, more romantic. Yeah. Uh, I feel like what we talked about with friendships wasn't necessarily toxic. Yeah. Do you? I feel like toxic friendships. That is a, kind of like an overstatement, yeah. but like friendships that are like ending. For whatever reason or they change it's just like you're kind of in the middle of like still being their friend but still trying to i guess not be their friend yeah because it's just like it's just that on and off friendship mm-hmm. i don't really got time for it yeah same i feel like that's the same thing for romantic relationships that yeah. are toxic I am the poster child for toxic relationships. Hi, nice to meet you all. It's not something that's like exciting, but it's so real. And it's Mm -hmm. like once you're in them, you're like, how did we get here? It never makes sense. And you keep trying to go back to what it was when you first met them Mm -hmm. or who they were or who they pretended to be. Like you keep trying to achieve that person and it's never going to happen. Yeah. So it's like the same thing with the friendship. Like, you know you're not compatible. <coughs> you guys really don't even, like, maybe you do love each other, mm-hmm. but the love dynamic is so different now, but you keep going back to each other and doing, like, all Just because, like, you've been stuff. friends for so long. Yeah. And it's just comfortable. Like, well, we've been friends for a while, so. Talking about friends or romance? Or both. both. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... <clears throat> The people that I have had toxic relationships were with was mostly because I was so like broken when yeah. I met them. Yeah. And I had to take a lot of time to unpack that in and of itself because it's so easy to be like, oh, this person is so toxic. They do this, this, and this. Okay, well, obviously you're participating in it too because you're not ending it. Yeah. Um, there's a reason why you're even attracted to this person or why you keep going back to them. Like, you have to be accountable to yourself. Right. Because it's easier to just blame that other person, mm-hmm. but you, you do have to take accountability for yourself, too, because, like, you're not doing nothing about it. Yeah. And you're not... Like, for me, I feel like <coughs> I would have, you know, like, 
<coughs> a week of good, cool, and then like. Then it's just like downhill again. Downhill. It's just like continuous, off, a continuous cycle. Like, oh, good, okay. Argument, okay. Hate each other, okay. Kind of forgiving, good again. And it's just over and over and over. Yeah. But it's always a different situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and neither one of you are actually happy or fulfilled. And I think the underlying and consistent message with both toxic friendships and relationships is that you're unfulfilled and that's when you have to leave because every time you participate in something that is not fulfilling to you you're betraying yourself mm -hmm. every time like no matter how great the connection is the chemistry how how well you guys get along the history you have whatever mm -hmm. maybe going as far as trauma bonding where you you've forgiven them for so much stuff and you've had such highs and lows together that you're like well we've made it this far you're still, and I'm saying this to even myself, like you're betraying yourself for staying in spaces that you've outgrown. Yeah, or you're not comfortable with. Yeah, you're literally not comfortable with it, but mm -hmm. you keep trying to rationalize. And make it like, and I hate like how people like, paint a thing like, oh, we've been through hell and back. We're meant to be. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. You're probably 100% not supposed to be together. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It's just, I hate that saying, like, we've been through so much. Why quit now? Why stay? Yeah. Why wouldn't I quit? Mm -hmm. Because this, this is getting dangerous for me. Very point. dangerous. Yeah. Like, severely. <laughs> we. <Weak. laughs> uh, yeah, I have it. you know, the broken version of you, who you attract is super... It's not who you are. And I encourage everybody to recognize, like, you're not your worst relationship. And sometimes when you get in those toxic relationships, you've now convinced yourself even, like, that's as good as it's going to get for me. Yeah. I always think the craziest are people. I've heard so many women since I was a little girl say to me, I always choose the wrong guys. Mm. Like, don't even speak that on yourself. Yeah. Don't. Because your your the power of the tongue is so strong, so, so powerful. Yeah. And just by even saying that, you're just like, claiming that. Yeah, you're claiming yourself, that, and you don't need to. Yeah. Because, yeah, you may have had two or three bad relationships, or you had kids, you know, with men that you don't want to be with or whatever. But that's not who you really are, and you, yeah. you do really want the love that you see in movies or whatever, like. You can, you you can, can claim that. that. Yeah. yeah, you can claim that, manifest it. Like, as long as you just keep talking about it, like, that's what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. But as long as you keep speaking, like, negative thoughts or sayings or whatever, like, that's what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Simple. Simple. Because that's what you're really believing. Like, that's all you're gonna, you're good for. And not only that, but then you have this person who, who actually does see the good in you and knows that you deserve better, mm -hmm. reinforcing that same narrative, like, you'll never find anybody better than me. I loved you during this, this, and this. Like, they say all that stuff on you, so you'll start to believe that yeah. stuff. And you have, like, almost Stockholm Syndrome, which is where right. you feel bad for the person that's hurting you. Right. And they're like, oh, you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. no. And I, like I said, I even say that to myself sometimes because it feels like, well, this is as good as it's going to get. But, you know, we really do create the dynamics that we had with <coughs> the kids with mm -hmm. our romantic partners. Mm -hmm. And I always talk about my grandparents, but my grandparents are so funny to me because I was thinking a few weeks ago. So my grandparents 
dated each other. They got married at like 17, 18, 19, or no, 20, I think. They got married. They've been together ever since. Only been with each other. And I was thinking like, it's so crazy to me that my grandmother has never had to worry about like her husband like being unfaithful. Right. She's never worried like where he was, when he was coming home. It's like, just so... It's like, I, I, how, how did that happen? I hate her. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's so crazy. Like, and then I think that isn't crazy. Because it's not, was, that's just as simple as it is. Mm -hmm. And that can happen to me, you, everybody else, all the mm -hmm. men and women out there. When you find a person who really wants to be with you, mm -hmm. it's and committed not to you. It's, it should, yeah, it's not hard. There's no resistance. There's no excuses. There's yeah. no nothing. It should come easy. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the reason why I have consistently tried to work on even myself. When I, because you can still work on yourself in a toxic environment, mm -hmm. or you can still work on yourself during you healing through a bad relationship. But I always tell myself, you know what? I want to get it right so that when I actually meet the person for me, like that God has sent to be my, my person, I don't mess it up because of how unhealed I am or yeah. like how much stuff that I'm projecting from all the other people onto this person. Because right. you can really miss your mark. Yeah. And there's a lot of men and women out here who are married to people that they don't actually really love, but they had to just kind of make it work because they actually had their partner three, five, ten years ago, but they yeah. were so out of whack. They fumbled the ball. Yeah. That's scary to me. Yeah. Because then it's like, do you genuinely love me? Or did you just marry me because it's convenient mm -hmm. at the time? Mm -hmm. And I was there when you needed me. Right. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people do. And right. sometimes they don't even get married, but they'll end up being together for years. Mm -hmm. But they really were in love with somebody before that, but they fumbled They it. lost it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a scary thought. It is. <sighs> Not playing that game, brother. Right. Not around here, partner. Right. <laughs> but you know, love is not enough, even in friendships, yeah. to keep it going. Like yeah. there's so many other elements that yeah. go into a relationship, friendship or romantic. Love is a choice, but it's more about effort. Like mm -hmm. you're choosing that person every day. There's behavioral so stuff. Yeah. Like saying, even though I was raised this way. Or I saw my mom kick it with her friends like this. I'm not going to do that to my friends. Or even because my parents did this, I'm not going to do this. You have to consciously make the effort, effort to to override your brain. Because yeah. your brain is trying to keep you safe in the familiar and not always give you the best experiences. Yeah. That's why we stay in bad relationships is because that's familiar. Yeah. And as soon as you find like someone who really does want to love you or date you, you may lock up and like tell them like, screw off. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally, like, I'd rather, I don't like you. Yeah, I'd rather date somebody who doesn't act like this. You're just comfortable with what you're used to. Mm -hmm. And it, I guess like it may be uncomfortable to be with somebody like that because like you're not used to it or used to that feeling of someone who really cares about you mm -hmm. in that way. And it's like, this, is, this doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And you can push them away, too. Yeah. And that's, like, what I was saying about being on Hill. It's, like, somebody who's really meant for you, like, they'll be, like, pursuing and pursuing or doing things, whatever, to try to show you that they love you. But it's so foreign to you mm -hmm. that you'll sabotage. Yeah, you'll do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Very scary.
Um, but yeah, I think sometimes our relationships too are super, like I said from the beginning, codependent. Mm -hmm. where something that I've even been working through in adulthood, not just romantically, is codependency. Mm -hmm. Because <clears throat> I was raised by like a single mom. I didn't have a father figure or anything like that. I never saw <coughs> like a good example in my house of love mm -hmm. from romantic standpoint. My mom is an exceptional mother. She's very nurturing. Like, I just feel like there's certain people that are born to be mothers, like my mom's one of them. Mm -hmm. Like, that is, like, something that she has done so well at. But even her best efforts, because my parents split up, um, I never got to see that. So I grew up in a home where that wasn't really displayed or incorporated in my life. So as I started dating, um, I kind of felt like this relationship was now the center of my world. Mm -hmm. And most detrimental was that the way that my partner felt was the way that I should feel yeah and that created a lot of turmoil for myself because also in my home I was very codependent on my mom we were super emotionally like dependent on each other where if my mom had a bad day at work I kind of felt bad you know yeah. what I mean or if my mom was stressed out about bills I kind of felt bad and not that she put that on me mm -hmm. I was just very absorbent of her energy yeah and so when I started dating, it was the same thing. If my boyfriend had a bad day or whatever, I'd be You're like, having a bad day with I'm him. too. You know yeah. what I mean? That is why you have to have your own individuality. Yeah. And know that, like, I love you, but, like, what you're going through right now is your thing. I'm going to support you. I'll be a pillar. I'll be a cornerstone in your life. Mm -hmm. But I don't want it to become toxic because it can become toxic when you're codependent on them. Yeah. Or they're, you're almost obsessed about the relationship and the way that they feel. Yeah. And that gets scary. Yeah, because it's, it's like you don't even have a mind of your own. Yeah. Your mind is their mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and likewise. And yeah. you both are operating from like, almost from fear. Because mm -hmm. you don't want them to, yeah, fear of like, I don't even know what the fear would be. It would be more like them getting upset with how you feel mm -hmm. but you're just trying to make sure you feel what they feel mm -hmm. so they're comfortable yeah what's talking it's just like this like tug of war for whatever amount of time and then you both have like this resolve and you're exhausted mm -hmm. i remember the worst thing about toxic relationships is the exhaustion because mm -hmm. your mind is always racing you're thinking about everything mm -hmm. all the time all the time trying to problem solve trying to avoid a conflict then you yeah. get in a conflict then you you have that go on it's just so draining and i think for both toxic friendships and relationships you should feel safety yeah aligned reciprocated energy you should feel your best self with them yeah you should feel almost like replenished you yeah. know what i mean like if you have a bad day you know like when i go around you it feels like <coughs> Like, I just got a big, a big hug. Yeah, like, I'm refreshed after coming to you and talking to you, or you made me feel better about my day, like, being my peace at yeah. the end of the day. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the trend we're on. Soft girl era. Period. <laughs> is alignment. Yeah. And no chaos. Nothing that you're pouring into an empty cup, or you're pouring into somebody who literally does not want to be poured into. Yeah. That, for me was with like one of my most recent relationships 
was that I kept trying to speak life into somebody who every time I come over, they just blow the flame right out. Yeah. They're just so unhappy in their life and their reality that I was like, I'm trying to like perk you up. I'm trying, trying to, to help you and yeah. you're just terrible. <laughs> like you're blowing every, vibe. yeah, every good vibe and energy I'm trying to give you are just, mm -hmm. just like, not doing it. So that gets really old. And I think the best thing that all of us can do is that you are the creative director of your life. If you don't like something, you can edit it. If you yeah. don't want somebody in your life, you don't have to be rude. You don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to be hateful or revengeful. Just say like, look, like it's, it's very not working. Me. This doesn't work. Yeah. It once did when we were different versions of ourselves or in a different season of our life. But now at this moment where I'm at right now, where I'm wanting to go, it's just not working. It's just not working. But people don't like having those conversations because yes. they don't want to lose that person or they're afraid of their reaction or what they're going to say. But if you genuinely love someone enough to be honest with them, then they should understand that. Mm -hmm. So And also having the hope that, you know what, maybe we will in three, five years. Yeah, maybe you just need a, a separation, like yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because, yeah, that takes, you know me. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's an ego-killing sentence. Yeah. Because the ego is obsessed with all of, like, me, 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 us, us, us. Yeah. Like, where are you going? If you leave me, then if you love me, you wouldn't leave me. Yeah. Like, oh God. People please. who walk away to make <coughs> sure you become your best self does not mean that they are out to get you or something like that. Like, yeah. Love is very free, and I think we yeah. said this in one of our first episodes. But it's not constraining; it doesn't hold you down. Like, where are you going? Like, I thought yeah. we were together for life. You got my name tattooed. <laughs> like, okay, I didn't tell you to get my name tattooed. Right. Why are you using that against yeah, me? Yeah, literally. Like, please, that was your choice. Sorry. Yeah, I did not commit to that. Right. But you know, love is patient, like the verse, uh, verse Corinthians, verse four. First core, <laughs> love is patient, love, love is kind, kind, does not envy, does not boast, keeps no records of wrongs. And <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna keep some records wrong. <laughs> that's what when it's when it says keeps no records of wrong, that comes with forgiving, and that's something really big for me. Mm -hmm. Like friendships included. Yeah. Okay. Very forgiving, just in general, all around, because that's what love. If you love that person, you're forgive them yeah you won't forget obviously but when you forgive don't bring it up again mm -hmm. because that verse first four yeah that's what you said not us right that's it not me um but yeah that's one of my favorite verses yeah same good reminder yeah especially because in the culture we're in now it's very much like cut <coughs> cancel oh you said this about blah 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 like, you're cut off speak. blocked done yeah like whatever like come on and how strong is your friendship if you can just easily just be done be like, done or there's a disagreement like too i think a, a huge thing about friendships and relationships is like if you know somebody's going through a tough time or a life-altering moment mm -hmm. don't nail them to the cross for the way that they behave in that time yeah like a woman who's just had her baby i'm not going to be like oh you said you're going to do that like you just had a baby yeah or you just lost your job or you literally just got your car out of the end just situational like, stuff like come on have like grace I'm getting upset but <laughs> 
But I just think that people make these end-all, be-all decisions in friendships and relationships because of, like, situational things. Yeah, and I can say for myself, I do get that way sometimes. Yeah, me but, too. Yeah. Well, especially, like, a man Learning lessons. What? What? What'd you just say? <laughs> especially a man out of jail. Yeah. For me? Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're irritating. La, 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 la. And then I'm like, I cannot, honestly, all jokes that aside, I cannot imagine how that would feel to come out, like, not have a lot, trying to figure stuff out your whole life's in the hands of other people. Yeah. You got to talk to so-and-so to get this, this, and this. Like, that's hard. And then you love somebody or you want to be with them. Like, that in and of itself, even though those relationships didn't work out, I learned a lot about, like, just grace. Yeah. Because... Any one of us can go through something that's life-changing, the loss of somebody. You just have to be understanding. And it can be hard. <laughs> you just have to be understanding. Yeah, I mean, understanding of good. it. No, it is hard, though, because it's like, like you said, like, they have their, they just got a, they got a whole operation going on because of what they were just in. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you're going to take time, have patience mm -hmm. um, with that type of stuff. Yeah. But also don't overcommit yourself. Yeah. Because I'm a commitment bookie. <laughs> I'm just Not, Not kidding. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um. Episode five. <laughs> no, but we, um, I think we have worked through friendship, like, considerably well. Like, we've both yeah. been through some things. Yes. And we're still here. Like, Abby has supported me during um, some trivial times in my life. Yeah. Decisions that I don't even think any like the lights were on but nobody was home and right. she was still like there for me. You, Knocking on the door. Yeah. She's like, So are you you know So are okay. we like friends? Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally, I, she won't talk to me. <coughs> she'll be in a relationship. She'll be Yeah, she'll be in a relationship. Going through what she's going through, not talking to me. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk to her, you know, a week or two. Mm -hmm. I'll text her, so are we still friends <laughs> or what? I'm like, yes, we're still friends. But you know what's weird? That happens with all my friendships and not just romance is like when I get really overwhelmed, I just like block everything out. Yeah. I'm a goner. Like, goner. Phone on D and D. I hate. I hate. I hate. I hate when you have your phone on do as a serve, and then you have that um the little bum where you can say notify anyway. Yeah. I don't even know if it still notifies you. Mama, make sure notify you anyway. I hate when anyone has their phone on do as a serve. My phone is always on D and D when I'm going through something. Like, don't look for me. Don't call me. Nothing. And but Abby does not care. That's why we're still <laughs> friends because she doesn't throw in the towel. She's yeah. like. Remember our first episode? Yeah, I was just going to say that. <coughs> um, we're supposed to meet at uh, 1245. And, you know, texting her not at, before 10, after 10. And, you know, like, what, you know, are we still on for 1230, 1245, whatever? No response. Okay, maybe she's still asleep, whatever. I am a late sleeper. So, I've, how many times did I text you? Like 20 times. 20 times. I called her a million and one times. I was literally about to call her mom. Like, have you talked to her? We're supposed to meet. She said this time, I have someone to watch Enzo. I'm supposed to be at her house. She's not answering the phone. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just go get some coffee. And hopefully she will be up by mm -hmm. the time 
I'm done doing this extra long errand I wasn't <laughs> planning on doing. And as soon as I left the parking lot, she's like, uh. <laughs> it was like 12.41. I rolled over. I was like, <gasps> phone was, of course, I do not deserve. She's yeah. like, I just kind of woke up. <laughs> of course you did. I'm up. Ready to go. You've probably been up since four. Talking, walking, the block, everything. <laughs> I got everything I needed to get done before noon. Mm -hmm. I was probably ready by like 10 o'clock. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Ready. And she's just asleep. And I'm just Knocked like, out. okay. But I think that's also why we're friends is like, we're so different. In yeah. In like so many ways. Yeah. Like the way we communicate, our like routines, our like preferences, like everything is so different. Yeah. But like we're still, why are we friends? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> right. Um, but I don't know, a lot of people just said like we're just a good balance of each other. Um, yeah. Just a good bow. Yeah. Little yang to my yang or whatever. Yang to yang or yeah. yang to yang? Yankee doodle? You say yang to yang. Same thing. It's yang and yang. Same thing. They're interchangeable. Yang and yang? Y-A-N-G, Y-A-N-G? No, yang. Yeah, but you said yang, yang. Not yang, yang. Gang, 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 gang. Yeah. You, you know guys what we're know saying. Yeah. English is my third language. Right. Um, well, we appreciate you guys tuning in to episode five. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, um, this was a good little dialogue. If you are walking out of a toxic friendship or relationship, we just encourage you, you know, take care of yourself. Yeah. Do not let a bad relationship, like, change your character or make yeah. you come out of your character. Like, because I know for me, after I tweak out, I'm like, I don't know who that was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So just stay true to yourself, and um, again, we appreciate all of the love on the podcast. Definitely like, share, subscribe, yes. continue to give us dialogue about stuff that you want to hear from us or mm -hmm. any advice or anything like that. We're still working through technical difficulties. Our special guest is out second week. Yeah, cut off. Cut Not off. It's the new baby guest. for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's all good. Yeah. Um, anything you want to add? No, I'm just, um, I'm really enjoying, like, doing this on a weekly basis. Like, this is something, like, I'm passionate about. And I'm just enjoying the process and the journey. And the purpose. The purpose of it. Yeah. Um, we just were really wanting to, you know, have our voices be a voice for someone else. Or, like you said, like, speaking to, like, your inner self. Or maybe it's just something that someone needs to hear mm -hmm. that day. Or whenever they're listening to it but we just appreciate the love and support um if you have any yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah if you have any um thing you want us to talk about we do have that email or you can just message us um but yeah i'm gonna still do polls um about like what topics we should talk about or what you want to hear yeah. but yeah if you'd else. also like to be a guest or join in message us message but i'm going to ask you what you want to talk about yeah literally so many people are like oh i want to be on there okay what do you want to talk about like, what do you want to talk about you just said you wanted to be on here so what do you want to talk about sorry just make sure when you <laughs> step step correct no we're just playing <laughs> <laughs> 
No, yeah. but we're welcome. Like, you're welcome to be a guest. Or yeah. Have, like, we're just young little teeny boppers, you know? So if you're a wiser person, feel free to swing on down and give us some advice, too. So, yeah. It's all love. But hopefully, you guys have a great week. Take care of yourselves. Remember your purpose. If you don't not know it, I'm sure you'll find it. I haven't found mine, but I'm still trucking. Yeah, we'll <laughs> find it our purpose. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Bye, besties. Bye. <laughs>